Hi and welcome to Defining Boundaries. I'm Peter. I'm a surveyor, teacher and podcaster in my spare time. If you haven't listened before, welcome. Please take the time to go back and listen to some of the amazing stories of surveyors from across the world. If you would like to join me for a chat or know of someone you would like to hear from, you can send me a message. The link is in my show notes, my bio on all social media sites, or you can contact me from my website, petercox.com. So grab a drink, sit back, relax, and come join me on my journey, surveying the world one story at a time. Defining Boundaries with Peter Cox. My guest today is Mark Billsborough from Bennett and Bennett in Queensland. So Mark is a registered surveyor and a, and cadastrally endorsed. It's a mouthful. Yeah, um, you got it. <laughs> and is also the managing director of the company. He was born in Gundawindi and grew up in Brisbane. Uh, as a kid, Mark wanted to be a doctor, but completed his first surveying task in grade twelve, where he was doing tech drawing that required him to do a detail survey and it was from a plane table. So that'll be interesting to hear about. Uh, yeah. Prior to kids, Mark was into triathlons and adventure racing. Um, I think he mentioned that he's starting to get back into his exercise again. So we'll find out about that. So yeah. welcome, Mark. Thank you so much for joining me today. Yeah, thanks, Peter, for having me on. Um, welcome. Really excited about the show, and uh, I've heard a lot of the other podcasts. So hopefully, uh, I can do as well as them. Oh yes, you'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. we'll, we'll always make it work. Yeah. And so just thing- a correction. Just oh, a correction. sorry. Yes. All right. Um, I'm, that might have been my fault, but I was actually born in Brisbane and, and uh, grew up in Gundawindi. Oh, okay. So that might have been my fault. Well, I'll I'll go back and check. No, yeah. it's all good. <laughs> Okay. All right. So born in Brisbane and then grew up in Gundawini. So that's where I usually start anyway. So that's a Mm. country. Yeah. It's country town. Yeah. 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 So when did you move out there? Uh, I was about three months Mm. from what Mm. I understand. My my dad was in the army. He actually got conscripted uh, for Vietnam. Oh, Um, okay. And luckily he didn't go. And my mum, my mum was working in a bank here Mm -hmm. Uh, and they, when I was about three months old, uh, they went travelled out to Gundawindi because um, that's where they were both from originally. Right. Um, so, yeah, um, that's that's where it all started. Yeah, okay. So they how long? They, they were pretty, they didn't have a lot of money apparently, so they, they found a house and uh, my first cot was a was a cardboard box with some some blankets in it for, for a few weeks. And <laughs> well, don't worry, my my eldest son slept in a, uh, you know, a drawer occasionally, so. <laughs> Didn't hurt me. No, no, it doesn't, does it? <laughs> um, how long were you out there for? Uh, so I went, I was out there until I was about 12 and then I went mm-hmm. to boarding school in Toowoomba, uh, oh. Downlands College there. So, yeah, I was there for five years, mm-hmm. um, which is great. And that's, that's you touched on it, that's where I, I'd sort of come across surveying previously when I was at Gundawindi and I can remember a visit, a vivid um, memory of I, I lived in a, a street that had a dead end. It was called mm. Fig Street. Mm-hmm. It was on the outskirt of town. And at the end of that street, there was a big uh, a paddock and they grow, used to grow oats in it. And then one day I saw this bloke at the front of our house with this tripod and a, it was a theodolite. Yep. And 
I must have been about nine or ten, and I thought this guy was from from out of space. I'd never seen anything <laughs> like it. So <laughs> I I can remember talking to him. I must have I must have spent an hour with him, just uh, just annoying him and asking him questions about what it, what it was and what he was doing. And I think in the end he just said, wow. "Mate, I've got to do work. Go away." Yeah. <laughs> uh, but what they were doing is subdividing the, the paddock at the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I guess that that was the very first experience I had. Um, with a surveyor or, or an instrument there. Yeah, and I guess growing up out in, um, I was going to say yeah, bush, but it's not yeah. really bush, is it? There's, it's, well, it's, sort of, it's bushy enough. It's about four <laughs> hours west of Brisbane. Yeah, okay. Um, 4,000 people. So, yeah, it's, it's not a big town. Yeah, and so that would mean that, you know, and yeah. growing up in that day and age, um, you're just out kids outside all the time yeah, adventuring that's right mm. adventuring that's right yeah, yeah. Um, so that was probably mid-80s mm. um you know something like that we we didn't travel to brisbane maybe once we'd go on holidays once a year uh to the coast mm. um, but yeah we weren't really exposed to anything like that i guess and it was just something i can vividly remember as a surveyor at the front of a house it must have been a pin or something at the front of a house it was yeah. set up on yeah uh, but yeah uh, and then you mentioned, so I went went away to school, and then I think it was it was grade eleven. Uh, we were doing, I did tech drawing, mm. uh, and we were doing that plane plane surveying prac where uh, you set up the plane, and then you uh, draw the line to to the feature, and then you measure it out, and and then from that create a detail plan. And I, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. What um. So what year did you finish high school? I uh, finished in 1990. Okay. Yeah. I'm just... just Old. Go, no, I'm just <laughs> trying to work out because I'm trying to yeah. think when I, I was must have been 90, I was the same. Oh, well, yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. You're 73? But I, but... I am. Okay. Well, there you go. I am a 73 yeah. baby and yeah. I am 10 days away. From the from big the five big o. <laughs> oh, wow. Yep. Yeah, yep. Mine's, mine's at the end of the year in November. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, so I was just trying to think. I didn't really do tech drawing, but I don't ever yeah. remember my brother or my cousins or anything that were doing the tech drawing do that kind of exercise. So, I mean, that's yeah. pretty cool back then. Yeah, it was, and we, we did the stadia as well. So you you know looking, yeah, okay. looking through a level. So yeah, the guy that's cool. The guy that taught it was was pretty cool. Um, old Cole Cole Cameron, his name was, and I think uh-huh. he was actually a, a builder before he went and did his uh, studies. So yeah, he, that he had a lot of background. Kind of makes sense then, doesn't it? Because he does yeah. have that bit of background about it. Yeah. So it is, a, yeah. is is that is that what led you to surveying? Oh look, I, that yeah, that's a good question. Um, so when we did work experience, I actually I was thinking of being an electrician. Okay. So so in September of the year that we left school, I I went and spent a week being, you know, an electrician. Um, I wasn't I wasn't really looking. I didn't know what I wanted to do. Is that is the short answer? Yeah. Okay. But it was the time, as you know, that was when interest rates were sky high. There was a, a massive drought. My dad mm-hmm. had a fitted, uh, he was a fitter and turner, had a business out at Gundawindi, and he said, look, I, I can't afford to put you on. Your marks are pretty good. Why don't you go to uni? Um, and so I put down civil engineering first and then surveying second. 
Oh, okay. And yeah. I, I got into civil engineering and I did six months of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can remember uh, looking out the window and seeing the guys and girls out there, you know, doing practicals every Friday and I'd be stuck in there doing, you know, triple integration <laughs> or something. And I thought, this is, this is not for me. I want, I want to do that. Um, and so I changed. And, and luckily the first six months is, is similar. Um, mm-hmm. similar-ish so yeah that's I decided to do that and I changed you said girls was there girls? girls yeah you said guys and girls one. yeah there was there was one back in 1991 there was one yeah nice sorry no there was two two yeah yeah it seems to be the number yeah. when I did TAFE there was yeah. two of us yeah okay so it's getting better getting better mm. yeah yeah, so you went straight into um, University of Southern Queensland. I did, yeah. yeah. So I left, I left school, went straight there. Uh, in hindsight, I probably had should have had some time off and, um, and done a few other things instead of going straight from school back into study because yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't the best student. I was, I was a, a rugby player. Um, okay. And, and did uni in between the weekends pretty much. <laughs> so, yeah. Right. So did you work with a surveyor while you were doing your uni at all or you were just... Yeah, I did. Yeah. I did. Um, so in Gundawindi there was uh, there was Ralph, Ralph Kinsella, mm-hmm. uh, SMK. Um, they had a, a practice in Moree, Moree and Gundawindi. Um, and then there was another earthworks company called Sudols um, and they both, they, they did a lot of surveying, a lot of... Um, out of Burke and Bawarana, they were doing a lot of um, uh, cotton irrigation type work, massive earthwork projects. So, so yeah, that uh, I'd I'd go and knock on the door every Christmas and see which one of those two could give me some work. And mm-hmm. you know, if it was Sudolts, I'd they'd put me on a plane and fly me out to Burke for you know five or six weeks. Uh, you know, helping out there. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. So you yeah. did full time. Yeah, full time. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. So I lived on campus. Oh, okay. And so yeah. is that was that a four-year? Uh, so that I, I started doing the associate diploma. I don't they didn't have oh, the four-year degree right. when I was there. So uh, I did did the, the two-year associate diploma. It took me three years. So you know, back <laughs> to the first point, why I should have had a year off. Yes. <laughs> um, and so how I many subjects away. did you fail? <laughs> oh enough to <laughs> It took me eight years to get my full degree, so yeah, yeah okay. There's an indicator. <laughs> um, so yeah, it took me. So in 1993, I graduated. 94. Um, that's when I started sending out letters, and I must have sent about 30 letters out to to companies all around Toowoomba and Brisbane. And and lucky enough, uh, Pike Mills McNulty in Brisbane uh, gave me an opportunity. Oh, okay. Yeah, because it was tough at that time. It was pretty tough. Like I said, it was you know interest rates were in the late eighties were like seventeen percent, and yeah. there wasn't a lot of work around. So you know it was it was pretty tough. Not like today. Yeah. How many um, sort of other students were there in that in your year? Like sort of when you were finishing? Yeah, I reckon there's probably about a dozen. Okay. It was pretty big. Yeah, it was mm. a, a pretty big crew. Yeah, it's um, interesting to hear the numbers yeah. that sort of go through. Yeah, um, I've just been speaking to other universities uh, over yeah. the past few days and, and yeah. talking about numbers and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, yeah, it's interesting. That's for sure. Yeah, so, how's it? Uh, how's it tracking? Um, 
we are in a skills shortage and we yeah. will be and yeah. we're looking at, you know, 1,500 surveyors technically and licensed registered and yeah. I, I think, you know, numbers they're sort of looking at educationally wise always like 200 or 250 students a year and I can't – I'm not sure if that's just vocational yeah. um, or whether that include. I don't think that included the university side. Yeah, there's. Oh, wow. there's yeah, the numbers are big. Yeah. Um, you know, so there's lots that we have to do. <laughs> there is, yeah. <clears throat> that's for sure. Yeah. But, you know, we've got people on, on board now that are doing that and I think we're starting to make ways. You know, we've had an increase in numbers coming through um, yeah. you know, the vocational side and, and the university side in that sense as well. So, you know, it's 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 tracking. We just have to push a bit harder, get into those schools, get the parents knowing what what it is to yeah, push absolutely. a bit more, you know, all those sorts mm. of things. So yeah. yeah, lots of different things going through the head of what we need to, what we need to do, how we can do it, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's good to see you know a few a few different initiatives that are that are sort of coming up. Um, so I'm part of the, the Surveyors Trust, and, and we sponsor SheMaps, who, who do a lot of work with schools and, yeah. and go around and demonstrate. You know, particularly to to young young girls and young yep. women. Karen's um, story yeah. is fantastic. Uh, yeah. I love Karen, her enthusiasm and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, yeah what she created and what Paul's you know what they're doing with SheMaps and that's right. Um, her geonata with the open source you know, photogrammetry stuff for drones and yeah, that's yeah, right. it's, it's pretty amazing um, yeah. the things going on there. So it's good that, that they have that platform to be able to go into the schools and teach the teachers and. Yeah, that's right. It, it makes, makes the kids think, think a little bit outside the box of, oh, this is pretty cool. Yeah. I could be doing this as a job. Absolutely. And, yeah. and when you look at surveying, it's, it's so marketable. Like you go and put a, a laser scanner or a drone, like what what student doesn't want to go and, and check it out and have a look at it? So, hey, we say surveying sexy. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Instead of, you know, an accountant and put up a spreadsheet up on the... Yep. On the yeah, no, don't put sorry. a don't put a tripod up with just a, a theodolite on there anymore. Let's get the tools out there and show them that, you know, there's so yeah. many different areas that you can work in you know it doesn't just have to be the cadastral you you know you want to work on buildings they're there you want to you know go and work in mines you want to work on the water that you you just you know you want to fly drones yes scan that's it you know you you like computer games well do you want to work on the point clouds and all the stuff so yeah yeah, so many different areas so i love pushing that now and sort of saying yeah you know look you don't there's so many different ways you can get into it, you know, and there's, That's right. you know, what are you interested in? We can <clears throat> give you a job with what you're interested in. So, yeah. yeah. That's it. And I think, That's how we've got to sell industry, it. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the industry's starting to starting to get that now that, you know, we've got to promote ourselves differently to what we have in the past. We're not, we're yeah. just not putting pegs in the ground or, you know, the guys that you see on the side of the road doing a detail survey. It's, it's so much more. And and to change that image, I think, is is uh, will help. Yeah. attract students yeah, yeah yeah i agree yeah. okay so let's get back to you yeah what a few qualifications yeah um you've done a little bit of study 
along the way. <laughs> yeah, I, I have. Yeah. Going back again. So what is going back. what else? Um yeah. what other things have you done educationally wise? Yeah, so so we'll go back to the associate diploma. So mm-hmm. I got that and I I remember being at the graduation ceremony. I had the hat on and the gown. Um, and I was driving back uh, with my mum. She goes, oh, congratulations, you've, you've done it. Um, you've got your degree. And I said, well, it's not really. No. And it was a big thing in our family. I was the first one to go to university on yeah, both okay. sides. There was no other one, other person. Um, yep. And I said, yeah, this is good, but I, I want to I want to keep going and, and get my, you know, my licence or my cadastral endorsement. She's mm. sort of rolled her eyes and said, yeah, <laughs> good luck. <laughs> the faith of mother. <laughs> Record. Thanks, Mum. Thanks, <laughs> um, but yeah, so after that, I I did do I I, I did external and and um, got the next step, which was the bachelor of technology. So it's a mm-hmm. three year full time degree, um, and then after that, uh, I went back to QT full time. I it was just getting to a point where I I'm, I can't study external. It's just not mm. not my thing. There was too many distractions around, so. I said I'll take a year off work, and in '98 I went back and finished finished my degree at QT. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah, um, and and then what did I do then? I well, then, before before you go on, so yeah. doing it externally was basically yeah. they would send you. Paper? Yeah, that's it. They'd send you the textbooks. Yeah, yep. so USQ have got. Um, I think they're the leading university when it comes to external study. Yeah. Um, in Spain. Yeah. Um, they've got a fantastic program, um, and it, even back then, without there was no internet uh, or limited internet. Um, mm. You know, there was definitely no videos or anything that they do these days. But yeah, it was it was still pretty good. Um, mm. um, and then you'd go and sit an exam um, at, at the end of the course, and yeah, so you still had to do assignments and all that sort of thing. Um, yeah, still the same. Yeah, assessment. Mm. Um, but yeah, it was, work was just getting way too busy, and um, I was doing a lot of remote type work, and it was just hard to sort of juggle external yeah, and, and yeah. trying to do work, and you know that sort of thing. So that's when I decided to go back and finished it off, and then mm-hmm. uh, and then I pretty much started my licensing uh, through through the surveyors board pretty much straight away, um, and then I got licensed in uh, as two thousand and three, just before I turned thirty. Oh, okay, so yeah. five years. So five take, years. In, take into account um, the type of work you do. You got to sit exams and stuff. Do you for uh, not the board not then? so so back then it was the PTA um, uh, professional training agreement. So right. so they gave you the different modules that you had to do, and you just mm-hmm. sort of and uh, you have a you have a supervisor that you work with, and they go through and sign off when they think you you've reached the competency oh, of okay. each of each component and then the modules mm-hmm. um so that's to get registered but then to do to go out and do the endorsement uh you've got to do a couple of projects um you know there's cadastral and, and town planning components yep. that you had to you had to sort of lead project manager a cadastral subdivision mm. to get it so yeah okay so okay. yeah um it took five years but you know i, I probably could have sped it up but you know there's a fair bit of work involved in it um, a lot to, to learn. Lot to learn. Yeah, and I, I tried to treat it as my like my Saturday morning job. That was that oh, was okay. my part time job, and I just sort of 
I'd just sort of box out three hours every Saturday morning and go to the office and just try and yeah, sort it out. Mm, fair enough. Yeah. Okay, so you've got your degree in surveying. Yeah. And then you've gone on and done other stuff. Yeah, so two thousand three got my license and then I I was interested in property development and I guess the the behind um, calculations of feasibility and you know how mm-hmm. to how to make another stack up, you know, and I guess you know I had ultimate goals of maybe becoming a developer one day and trying to understand as much as I could. So so I went on and uh, and did the graduate certificate in property economics at Q two. Mm-hmm. Um and I think I finished that in about 2005 or something like that. Right. Yeah. So all, all yeah. of that that you've done um, has helped you along the way in your career um, to progress. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, definitely. More so the licence or the cadastral endorsement. I, I think that was the key. Once I had mm-hmm. that, you know, there's uh, there was a lot more respect from clients and, and peers and where I was working. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I'd have to say that was probably the main the main yeah. qualification that sort of helped help me jump. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. Um, so as you are working as a surveyor and you're going through all of these processes, yeah. um, you, I mean, obviously enjoyed working out in the field because who doesn't? Yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> who doesn't? That's what um, attracted me. I know. And then we all end up sitting here in these chairs looking at yeah. computer screens. But anyway, yeah. Um, yeah. When you were working as a surveyor and, and you know, you were finishing mm. your degree, you're getting your licence, yeah. all that kind of stuff, did you start to think, oh, yeah, I I want to move up and be a manager, uh, own a business or anything like that? Were there thoughts early on or did they sort of come later on? Uh, they probably come just after just after I finished the, the property economics degree. Mm-hmm. I, I think that was probably it where I thought, I, I think if I if I stay in the field, I'm, I'm probably not going to get the chance to progress any any further. Um, um, but yeah, I, I needed money. <laughs> you know, Who doesn't? <laughs> they, 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 uh, and so it was in in 2006. I left I left Pike Mills or or Conix that had evolved into Conix at that point, mm-hmm. um, and went and worked uh, for Thies on a, on a railway railway project for three okay. years. Yeah, and I guess the the idea was, you know, it was obviously paying a lot more money going to work on a project like that yep. um, compared to where I was, almost double actually back in those days. It was wow. quite, a, quite a big jump, but, you know, just a weekend work. It was, it was pretty tough, long hours. Mm. Um, and I guess I'd, I'd worked with a lot of, you know, let's call them superstars in the industry, you know, the, the, the late Greg Purcell, um, you know Andrew Garrett, uh, John Emerton, uh, Andrew Thurston. You know these these guys were were brilliant, um, and I could take any any problem to them, and you know within within a minute that's they'd you know give me advice. And I guess I was just thinking, you know, I, I need to really get out and just see what I know um, mm-hmm. and stand on my own two legs, and and uh, and that's that was part of the reason why I chose to to go and work on a construction project, which was completely different to what I was working on, which was uh, high rises and and uh, you know building format uh, subdivision, you know that type of work. Yeah. So yeah, so yeah, it was a it was a test, 
uh, to see how much I, I did know and if I could handle myself. And, uh, and two was to try and get some money so I could go into business at some point. Yeah. So what was, would you say, three years? Yeah, it was about then. three and a half years mm-hmm. on, on that project. And uh, it was it was a rail duplication. So in Brisbane uh, from uh, was it Corinda to Dara, there was they were duplicating a railway line right. in an existing corridor. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of it's pretty complicated. A lot of services there that uh, that had to be removed and and moved and extended. You know that sort of thing. So yeah, so yeah, it was it was interesting. So tell me, yeah. our rail corridors are still. A lot of them, not all of them. Yeah. I think they're changing over. Working in ISG still. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Do you, I mean I know you don't have ISG yeah. up there, but is there different systems that? Because I've heard something about Brisbane being different to every like other places in how they. Do things. I don't know. Am <laughs> I am I on the right track here? Or <laughs> well, in many respects, probably different. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, we we probably don't have uh, as well a coordinated network of permanent marks that, that New South Wales has. I think that's probably right. I think yeah, that's fair okay. to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, but particularly in the railway, the corridor, uh, so Queensland Rail have their own system. They mm-hmm. they have MGA marks all the way along, but when they go and do some work, they sit on the pick one mark and then it's all plain from there. So right. it's still a, looks like an MGA coordinate, but it's it's plain, you know. From over a certain from like how how far away in distance are we sort of talking if they yeah that one? Oh, look, it really depends on the project they're doing yeah, okay. but that's typically how they work they yeah they they pick pick a, a centroid point and then everything from there is plain so I guess there is a bit of complication when something looks like MGA but it's actually not yeah no what about meeting up starting with a new point further down and meeting that plane at the other end where it's going to not quite they're yeah, do not a little quite. bit of a shuffle well, there i guess what they're worried about is the rail fitting that's the yeah main, okay you know so mm, interesting seems to work yeah <laughs> cool um where did you go after these uh let so so on that project um one of the the now directors craig wood um, was doing a job right next to that project and he rang me and said um, you know have you got any survey control in this area and we had a bit of a chat and it was at that point when I the feast didn't have a lot of work in Queensland there was there was two main jobs that they had one was down in one faggy um, down in Victoria a desalination project mm-hmm. and the other one was over in Barrow Island over in WA oh, it was a big gas project yeah okay, that uh, and interesting yeah, my <laughs> wife. My wife at the time had just started up a new business, so she just wasn't an option for us to move. So, so I was sort of looking around at different different places, um, and and then I just asked Craig, you know, is there any work going? And he said, yeah, uh, um, I'll I'll give you the name of the guy to talk to, and it sort of went from there. So, um, and I'd also read about them. They 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 did a. Uh, a trip out to the border and did because things were pretty quiet around then. I think they did a trip out to the New South Wales, uh, sorry, Queensland Northern Territory border and reinstated some of the border. Oh, really? Using the original, you know, original um, cans and yeah, yeah, um, which is fantastic. And I thought this is a company I want to be part of. You know, Gosh. they look like they're cool. 
That would have been that would have been really interesting to do. Yeah. Sure. So I I remember reading about that and then that uh, that interaction I had with Craig and you know sort of went from there and I went went for an interview and yeah it was we've got the job so mm-hmm. so that's uh, so I went to Bennett and Bennett straight up the piece. Yeah. And so yes. how long have you been there for? Uh, twelve years this year. Okay. For twelve years, yeah, yeah. And I think this is. Uh, I was MD at the start of 2018. So, so what's that? Uh, this is my 18, 19, 20. So this is my sixth year as the MD. And you were talking about having a big board. Yes. It's no longer like that. <laughs> yeah. I um, would find that having a big board would make things difficult at times. Well, you'd probably you'd think right. Yeah. Well, in, in any committee, you know. Yes. More, more no matter what. No. No matter what. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, in in some respects, it's it's good to have different ideas, but mm. you know, I think there's probably a cutoff point of you know, good ideas versus actually getting things done. You know, there's a there's a correlation there. So. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I guess we'd we'd started. Uh, you know, we had 14 partners. Um. At that point, and uh, just through different uh, different reasons, we ended up with with nine directors. Um, mm. You know, and I, I guess that worked. That worked okay. We were, we were very lucky. There was no real, uh, you know, disagreements or anything like that. We're we're a bunch of a bunch of people that seem that we do get along pretty well. But I guess it's getting to a point. Uh, where we want to grow, we we realised that we'd sort of puttoed out over the last few years, and we mm-hmm. really wanted to to focus in on growth and and try and uh, yeah look, uh, get a better better business essentially. And yeah, we all agreed that that nine was not the number. We decided four was the number, and and then we uh, we chose to get an external chairman on board as well. So okay, just to try and give us some experience around growth, someone had already been there. Mm-hmm. And governance too, and how to run a business. So. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. How big is the company? How many employees have you got? Uh, so we, at the end of last year, we hit 153. Wow. Um, a third, we put a third of our business on last year. So 53 people started with us last year. Um, That's a big growth. Left. So, so we had a net net increase of 40 people mm. last year. That's a pretty big growth. Yeah, it is. It is. And it and so year. you've got the Brisbane office. Where yeah. else are they situated? Yeah, so so Bundles uh, Gold Coast is is our the, oh that's our okay. home. Sorry, um, I guess that's where it all started from in nineteen sixty eight. We're fifty five this year too, by the way. Oh, happy yeah. birthday! <laughs> yeah, thank you. Um, so yeah, Gold Coast on many levels, <laughs> many celebrations. Yeah. Um, so two brothers, uh, I'll, I'll just go through a little bit of the history. So two brothers, sure. Ted and Lynn, um, and the story is that Lynn bought a, a surveying practice, uh, an existing surveying practice in the Gold Coast, and then rang up his younger brother, Ted, who was also a surveyor, and said, uh, guess what, we, we own a surveying business, you've got to quit your job and come and help me down the Gold Coast. So he had to up stumps from Brisbane and go down there and and they really made their name. It was about that time when when high rises were starting to, you know, the new technology with mm. uh, with kangaroo lifts and that type of thing meant you could build mm-hmm. higher. And that's where they 
their, their expertise. They developed different techniques to, to um, focus in on that market and it was mm-hmm. really good for them. And then later on, when the legislation came around to subdivide those buildings, they were, you know, on top of that and instrumental in uh, bringing, it, um, bringing it in. Uh, and then it was about uh, mid-2000, we expanded into Brisbane. Uh, and then after that, uh, it was about 10 years ago, the Sunshine Coast. And then last year, we bought an existing business down in uh, Mullumbimby, northern New South Wales. Oh, okay. With four offices. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That yeah. kind of makes sense then. Yeah. Um, so that's good. You've got uh, registered surveys in New South Wales as well now? Was We yeah. do, yeah. Mm. So that was... That was part of the uh, part of the reasoning behind it is that we had clients who were on the Gold Coast, but they were also doing developments down mm. in New South Wales, and we just didn't have the experience of of preparing subdivision plans because it's unfortunately it's very different uh, between the two states. It's like you know having a, a dual gauge railway line, one that goes one that's yep. different in Queensland and different in New South Wales. It's the same with surveying, you know. Unfortunately, and we we needed that expertise, and that's yeah. why. We decided to go down there, and an opportunity come up that we knew someone who was selling out, and yeah, mm-hmm. we decided to go for that. There's a lot of that cross border, yeah, around that. Is it Tweed Heads? Is that the Tweed one? Heads? Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I I know not a lot about Queensland. Yeah, <laughs> surveying. I'm learning. I am learning. I have students that. Uh, are up there and I'm starting to ask more questions about how things work up there, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. I knew a long time ago that your drill hole um, your drill hole and wings work differently to ours where we go our bearing and distance from the drill, drill hole to the boundary. Yours oh. are shown from the boundary to the drill Dude. hole. So go. that's okay. something that I learned quite a long time ago. Um but yeah, there's lots I'm learning, and um, I think what we we sort of touched on it earlier. I think before we started, was yeah. you are licensed or registered yeah. or whatever it's called yeah. now. Yeah. Um, but you are also what was it cadastrally cadastral and endorsed. That's right. Can you explain to me the difference? Because in New yeah. South Wales, mm. you're registered. If you're registered, you're a yeah. cadastral surveyor. Yeah. Where I know it's completely different up there. It is. It is. Um, You're sighing. <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, I'm sighing because it, it's a, such a a more streamlined process in New South Wales, and I, I really think that you know there's a big push to try and streamline the qualifications uh, mm-hmm. across across the country, and I, I think this is one area that we can do a lot better. Um, so yeah, the the legislation, the Surveyors Act, sets that up um, that. Uh, that only a cadastral surveyor can can effectively uh, put a peg in the ground in Queensland. Um, sorry, supervise supervise a cadastral survey, not necessarily put the peg in. Oh, so so the technician or non registered? No, only to... only registered people can put a peg in the ground. So you have right. to have at least an associate an associate registration. Yes. Yes. Okay. To be able to put a peg in the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, technicians legally can't. Yep. Um, so yeah, there's different. So there's different levels of registration: associate, graduate, surveyor, uh, and then the endorsements come after that. So mm-hmm. it's a little bit complex in that, um, and I guess it's limiting to 
you know, a technician uh, who, who wants to do cadastral surveys, but, you know, legally they can't, they can't do them. Yeah. You know, yeah. which is different in New South Wales because you don't, you can, a technician, from what I understand, can put a peg in the ground yes. under supervision. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, That's I, right. I'm, vocationally trained i chose not to go to university i didn't want to be a registered surveyor but um you know when i sort of uh found my groove of where i you know it was close to home and that kind of stuff i was in a private practice surveyor myself and occasionally there was an extra either uni grad or 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 tafe student in there kind of thing so Mm. uh, i basically learned the whole business from yeah. go to finish um, and how to do your surveys, how yeah. to, you know, measure occupations, work out yeah. where the boundaries sit. You know, I learned yeah. absolutely everything. So I put pegs yeah. in the ground. I did draw yeah. and wings. You know, yeah. I did all that sort of stuff. I mean, yeah. of course, Jonathan was with me. Yeah. Or if I had a technician or whatever, whatever with me, he was still yeah. checking. I would do the calculations. I would give it to him and say, I've done this. This yeah. is how I've got this. Da, yeah. da, 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 da. He went through yeah. it, did his checks and went, yes, okay. Yeah. And that's acceptable. That's a great system. I, I, you know, that, that, that's the way it should be, should be here in Queensland. And you can. You don't have to go to university to get an associate degree, associate uh, registration. There is a process um, that you can go through to, to be able to do it. So... But it, it's just you have to have it. You have to have that registration before you can put the peg in the ground. So, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I think that's where we can we can. There's no reason why we can't adopt the New South Wales model. Mm. You know? mm. So I wonder. Um, oh, just lost my train yeah. of thought. Um, yeah. So yeah, just going oh. back to your your surveying registration. Um, so you know that. So you don't have a graduate registration at, at the moment, do you? Down no. New South Wales. No. So so you go through you you finish university. Yeah. You're yeah. a graduate surveyor. Yeah. You're known as a graduate surveyor. But you but don't have to register with Boston no. or anything. Yeah, no. So, no. So then you go through yeah. and you do your five exams, I believe it is. That's it. Yeah. And you become registered. And then you become registered. So. You know that that's a really good system. I I, I think mm. that's a much more streamlined than what we have here. It's um it's definitely over over governed. You know over regulated um, for such a small industry. Yeah, anyway. interesting. What are your thoughts on AMR? On what? Sorry, what AMR that? the AMR. mutual mutual recognition where all of Australia yeah the mutual recognition and Queensland just went no. Yeah, I I can sort of understand why. I, I'm not I'm not trying to stick up for them, but I can understand. Uh, you know, if 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 you had surveyors from out of state, because we are very we we do our surveys different to, um, mm-hmm. to New South Wales and also every other state, we produce mm-hmm. you know different plans uh, with a different format. I can understand. You know, you don't want to lower the quality of of the product yep. that's been. Presented, so I, I can understand that part of it, um, but you know that's that's the only argument I've heard of why. So I, would, you know, yeah. I, I don't really understand why why they're sort of digging their heels in, but I think that's the reason. Mm. Is that fair enough? Yeah, so it's pretty adamant straight away. I mean, I remember uh, yeah. being at Port Douglas last year, and Gemma was like, "Nope, 
not happening. No, not doing it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh. <laughs> yeah. 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 What I do mean, you think about it? I mean, well, I mean, I I totally get what you what you're saying because mm-hmm. things are done differently in each state. Yeah. Um, I would like to think that if you were a surveyor coming from one state to another or one territory to another, I mean, yeah. you, you, I mean, I, I don't know how things are done in the Northern Territory, mm. but there is like I think fifteen registered surveyors or something in Northern Territory. Yeah, there's not a lot. There's not a lot. So you've mm. got other surveyors that are going in there. So yeah. they they must know and understand how it works to be yeah. able to do plans, strata, wh- yeah. whatever it is that they are doing. So, yeah. I mean, I, I, you're always going to get the cowboys no yeah. matter no yeah. matter what, that you, you're never going to stop that. Um, but I would like to think as a profession mm-hmm. the surveyors would do enough pre-work and, and understand and read any legislations or understand what it is they're actually doing if they have to go into another state yeah and that's that's what you'd expect wouldn't you so yeah i mean that's what mm. yeah you would expect that you would but expect i know that, that it wouldn't yeah. happen all the time but then yeah. there's also dodgy surveyors everywhere so how do you how do you yeah I don't, I don't know i mean so i guess i guess it goes back to what what was the motivation behind the legislation then why why oh look i think it was actually a whole government yeah. thing um, mm. For professions, I don't yeah. think it was based on just surveying, but I don't just, think yeah, they thought the was. consequences yeah, of what surveying was about, um, yeah. and what we do, and the importance of what we do yeah. as a profession. I think that's what it what that does come down to, because um, you know some surveyors did have their license, you know, Victorian, New South Wales, or yeah. ACT, and and New South Wales or whatever yeah. it may be. So yeah. they, some of them already have the, the dual licence sort of yeah. thing or Western Australia or in New South Wales, Definitely. you know, wherever mm. you yeah. started or, or whatever it may be. Yeah. So I, I think it was that that government decision yeah. more so. Yeah. So. Yeah. Some yeah. of the fear around, you know, there's going to be an influx of other surveys from other states. You know, like we're all we're all screaming out for staff. It's not like people are just going to all of a sudden just relocate to Brisbane and start doing surveys because they're probably bloody busy where they are. You know. Yeah, I think, I think your um, Commonwealth Games is going to cause an issue. The Olympic Games. Yeah. Oh, sorry, sure. Commonwealth yeah. Olympic Games. Yeah. Um, I think that's going to cause an issue for the southern states. I think In we're going to lose. Though? I think we're going to lose surveyors that are going to move up to Queensland to do the work yeah. Yeah. for the infrastructure for that. That's my. Yeah, that's, that's me. That's me. Yeah, um, I'm, I don't know how. There's probably not a lot of cadastral work in that. No, sorry. Yeah, you no. Know, I'm it's, just it's talking more, surveyors in general. In general. Um, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, I don't think you'll lose many cadastral. No, yeah. definitely. Um, yeah. The technicians or the graduates yeah. don't want to get registered. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think, I guess maybe that mutual recognition thing works well for those bigger, very big companies that have uh, offices uh, yeah. in different states as well. Yeah, that's true. So they can move staff around. Yeah. yeah that's probably, yeah, that would work. Yeah, my guess. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, congratulations on uh, fifty-five years. That's pretty exciting. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, 
I'm pretty excited about it. We've got a, a few events coming up this year. We're going to celebrate it. And, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, nice. <laughs> so, okay, so going back yeah. to you yeah. and surveying, where do you sort of see, I mean, like we, we always talk about technology and all of that kind of stuff. I actually, yeah. I have a really good question and I wonder if you have any thoughts on it. Okay. Uh, first of all, I'll, I'll, I'll ask where you see the profession changing in the next 10 years, because yeah. the last 10 years have been massive. I have. Yeah. But that's my first part of the question because yeah. the second part of it, I don't know whether it'll have something to do with it or not. Okay. There's a big, massive talk online about uh ai yep and you know your chat gpt and you know all of these types of things yeah and, um you know geoholics kent goes on all the time about the metaverse yeah there's all these other things that are starting to happen now mm. um how do you see that affecting any of us moving forward She's uh, mm. cracking questions. <laughs> oh, you got me Thank in the you. new year and I'm punching. <laughs> right into it. Let's, uh, let's start with the next 10 years. So yep. I've, I've definitely got some thoughts on that. Mm. Um, Great. When I first come into the industry, I, I guess, um, so going, going back 50 years, you know, in the, in the 70s, um, surveyors were generally town planners and surveyors and, and in some cases also the local engineer, um, yep. you know, uh, particularly in New South Wales. They used to do that quite a bit where the surveyor was, you know, pretty highly regarded. Um, and, and over the years, it's sort of been paired away. We've sort of, you know, the, the engineering part, the town planning part's been taken away and, you know, we're sort of... Well, not in New South Wales. Not in New South Wales? Okay. We're still, we're still part of... Part of the registration, yeah. there's town planning, yeah. there's engineering, yeah, rural, urban. What am I missing? Strata, I think. Strata, yeah, okay. I think they're the five, but but town yeah. planning's in there still. Yeah, they did well, try to take it our, away. It's in our registration as well, but there mm. is there is definitely a separation between you know planners and, and surveyors in, in Queensland, and so. You know, I guess we've we've sort of been left with, uh, you know, the reputation that we're we're peg whackers or the or the mm -hmm. detail surveys. Um, and I think, I think now that there's a bit of momentum around BIM and three D and uh, yeah. you know that that sort of complex design, I think this is a real opportunity for us to grab it and own it. Um, the data. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm so glad you said that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and look, we're investing a lot. A lot in that uh, we've we've bought you know the, the capture side of things. We've we've bought an MLS. Um, you know we're strapping onto a vehicle and, and helicopter mm -hmm. and oh interesting. There's a yeah, that was yeah that was pretty cool. And there's another another uh, laser scanner called the Navis where you looks yep, like body armor. Mm -hmm. Yeah, put it on. Um, so we've got a couple of those. Um, you know, and that's that's the capture side of thing. But it, mm. the the data it's producing is is the value. And that's that's where we've got to get better of, as a profession in how to monetize that, how to how to value add for our clients, and uh, you know, and that's that's what where that's where we want to progress as a business is uh, you know is is being more involved in that and not not a commodity of uh, you know how much does it cost to put a peg in um, you know that that type of thing. Um, that's where the next 10 years is, I think. And, okay. and that's, you know, if we're smart as a profession, that's where we should be heading. Okay. 
Yeah. Let me add a question in there before we move on to no worries. The the yeah. the other stuff. Yeah. Uh data capture. Yeah. Value adding. Mm-hmm. What do you think of central repository type sort of thing? Like, are we silly to be doing the same thing over and over when there is data already sitting there? Yeah, well, I guess that's a good question. Um, I've got got so many good questions. (laughs) The problem (laughs) with that is the... Uh, you know, is the the latency of the data? How yep. how long ago was it captured? To yep. what accuracy? Mm-hmm. You know, all those questions. Um, that's because you know the the we should we should be pushing to go out and, and recapture whenever we yep. can. I, I think you know okay. because the, it lowers the risk. It depends on what the use is. But if they're you know if they're doing some really high level design, then yes, you've got to go out and do it. A, a, depository of, of data is probably not the right but horses for courses I, I agree with the concept of of, uh, of collating data but depends on what it's being used for okay so let's let's think about yeah. um so we talk about our um subsurface utilities yeah. yeah right i've had talk with other other surveyors about that kind of stuff um yeah you know and a couple of them um tim specifically he's like why are we not sharing it there's you know it's there yeah why aren't we sharing it there's no you know it's it's not so much a well here's here's the information it's all free but here's the information you still need to go and validate that work so you're not losing work but you're not doing it again all up kind of thing if that you know if that makes sense yeah um you know in that sense is is more yeah it is horses for courses of course um yeah but that i can see with that underground services stuff i really agree it's, with what they're saying there it's a lot better than uh than the records that the service providers are preparing or or you know producing aren't they so i i definitely agree with that sorry i thought you were talking about you know laser scanning you know, a building or something. Well, like sorry, yeah. I mean, I'm th- I'm just thinking whole big picture kind yeah. of thing. We we have so much data of everything. Yeah. Um, and, and I do know that. You know, you wouldn't you wouldn't take something as being correct. Yeah. From the word go, but it gives you a starting point to then go. Okay, it has. Been That's right. Let's yeah. let's check. Let's validate what's what's there. Yeah. Does it need to be a full rescan? Does it need to yeah. um, just be checked with uh, whatever you know a, a GPS yeah. or a, a total station or whatever it may be to to yeah. fix some points to make sure it's okay or, yeah. or whatever? I don't know. Yeah, the the underground services is uh, that's a good example, and it's one that um, I think the industry has just banged its head, or mostly engineers have banged their head up against the wall for for many years and. Mm. You know, look at look at the Sydney the Sydney trams or light rail project where they spent over you know it was a billion dollar claim there because they were they had to, they didn't know there were services underground. So it's crazy, isn't it? You know, there's a great business case for that. And and back to surveyors adding value. So you know, we've got this data, we own yeah. it. Let's why wouldn't we collate it? I think mm. that's a great idea. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so to my second part of the question, yeah, with our AI and yeah. our metaverse and our um, 
it, this, you know, this chat G, GPT thing is just crazy at the moment and what it could yeah. do. Um, I, I'm, I mean, it's freaking awesome to play with. <laughs> yeah, it How, is. Do, you know, are, are these things going to change a lot of we do, do you think, moving forward? I don't know. It's just, that's, it's that's just, you question. know, I get these, yeah. I, my head yeah. runs a million miles an hour, so. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, look, uh, Chat G, uh, GPT. Come, we were we were introduced to it a couple of weeks ago. To be honest, someone someone over the break said, "Check out this," because it only came out recently. And yeah, um, you know, you put in, uh, you know, ex- explain in a paragraph the Queensland titling system that comes back with this beautiful written <laughs> paragraph that, yes. you know, something as random as that. That's how good it is. Um, will, will it change what we do? Um, I think it'll definitely make it easier to what, for what we do, but I, mm-hmm. there, there's still going to be that um, it, that experience, that nuance, uh, you know, of of uh, providing advice to someone. Yeah, that um, human factor. That human factor. That's right. Like, I, it's definitely going to make it easier. I've got no doubt. Um, you know, it's like data capture is going to be so much easier. You know, you got a laser scanner on your iPhones now, and you know that. That's that's going to be so much easier to do. People are going to be walking laser scanners, you know, in the future. Mm. Um, but it's what what do you do with that data? That's that's where we that's where we will evolve. Is is that um, the data? You know, the custodians. custodians of the data and the analytics mm. behind it. I think is where we will head. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, because I speak to people all over the place, and there's yeah. talk about you know with the metaverse thing and surveying yeah. the metaverse because apparently yeah. you can buy properties. You can buy 100% and for big money too. Yeah. A, I, I know. And someone's saying it needs all needs to be surveyed. I'm like, okay, how do, how do you do how that? How do you do it? I don't know. There's a, I don't know. It's just I, I, I sit there and go, oh, I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm, I'm nearly there. <laughs> Yeah, you're a bit younger than me, aren't you? God. <laughs> yeah, look, that's that's going to be a problem. The uh, the next generation is going to have to solve, but it's it's hard to mm. see. Uh, you know, is is there any surveying that's going to be needed when it's all created in three D? Like, what 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 will we do? Yeah. Um, the registration of the of the um, of the sale of each lot that'll definitely have to be handled by someone. You know, there's probably a blockchain. Um, solution there, you know, where you can sell, buy and sell and transact on, on properties, but I don't know whether it's, yeah. <laughs> mm. It's interesting, isn't it? It is. I kind of sit there and there's conversations and go, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad I don't have to teach that part of it. <laughs> oh. Come uh, a long way. I think, uh, you know, when we were young, it was only... There was only two channels on TV when we were up. It's ten four five A and ABC. Yes, um, but you know, in and forty years, look at where, look at how far we've come. It's it's just crazy. I mean, you even think about you know when I did did my course, yeah, I, I used the Spring Balance really steel band. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yep. So I remember doing that as well. It was they they just. I think the computers had just come into it not long before that. So yeah. I used version four of CivilCAD. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Everybody knows how old I am. I just let yeah. them know. 
yeah. So now, and look at where we are now. You look at all, you know, the the BIM, the point clouds. The, That's it. It's yeah. crazy. It is amazing. So, yeah. Mm. Metaverse, uh, that's that's one I can't comment on much, but oh, yeah. It's crazy. Anyway. It is crazy. Yeah. Okay. So, um, you've been in the industry for quite a while. Um, you mentioned a couple of names. Yes. Mentors, you had a few? I've had a few, yeah. Um, the, Who would the, stand out? The guy that uh, the supervisor who put me through my licence was Andrew Thurston. Uh, and he was at the... <laughs> I hope he's listening to this because I... <laughs> um, yeah. We can send him a copy. <laughs> let's, let's just say there was, yeah, there was, there was some friction. I, I, I tried to cut corners, but he he held me, he kept me honest. He kept me very honest. Nice. Um, and, yeah, it's fair to say we, we probably didn't see eye to eye on a lot of things <laughs> because I was, you know, I was, I, was, I was in a hurry to get there and I just wanted to get there as soon as I could. But he, he said, no, you've got you to go back and do things. And it, and it was because of him, actually, that, you know, I, I turned out uh, a pretty decent surveyor, I think. So, yeah, yeah I, I think he was probably uh, my first mentor mm-hmm. um, and, and luckily he had the patience to deal with me. So <laughs> thank you, Andrew. There's um. I think there's people who are good at what they do yeah. when it comes to that kind of thing and there's people that just need to step away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, are probably brilliant, but, you know, just don't have the, the patience or, yeah, the personality to deal yeah. with that. So yeah. luckily, luckily, I was very lucky that I'd end up with, uh, with Andrew Thurston. Uh, and then after I got my licence working with Greg Purcell, he was sort of at the forefront, one of the... Uh, the better, the best practitioners in Queensland when it comes mm-hmm. to uh, what you call it, strata development. We we call it volumetric subdivision, okay. uh, building formats type uh, subdivision. You call it strata and strata yeah. uh, down there, uh, and and just working with with Greg on you know some of the iconic projects in in Brisbane, um, you know Portside Wharf. Um, mm. You know, and there's others, uh, Festival Towers, you know, there's a, a number of projects that we work together on uh, around Brisbane. I, I learned a lot from him. Uh, yeah. He was, yeah, apparently uh, he he got a TE score of 990. Now, that's the highest you can get in Queensland back when he did it, and he could have become a doctor or anything, but he chose to be a surveyor. So, wow. you know, he was a very smart man. Yeah. Um, and and glad I had the, the opportunity to work with him. Mm. Mm. And there was others too. There was other other guys, uh, you know, in that in that team that we had. And looking back, it was a fantastic team. It was, you know, I was very lucky to work there. Um, Andrew Garrett, uh, he was he was a fantastic surveyor. His brother Peter was the lead singer of Midnight Oil. Oh, okay. So, um, I met him once. Peter. Yep. Yeah. Wow. He came to our school. <laughs> <laughs> cool. <laughs> That's my claim. That's uh, back in <laughs> diesel and dust days. Yes. <laughs> that would have been in 19, uh, 1990. 1990. So Blue Sky Mine just come out then. Mm, so, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Does your company have those kind of programs in place for mentoring and that sort of stuff? Yeah, that's, that's a good question. And that's something we've we've spent a lot of effort on. So we we start off with our graduate program, 
Um, so new graduates come into our, into our business and we put them through a year where they, uh, they work in the different areas of our business, so property development, um, construction, and also the data capture or site map, site map team is what we call it. So mm-hmm. I guess get a bit of a feel for those three main areas in our business and then, and then they can choose you know, where they want to go. But at the end of that 12 months or even before, they usually get a feel for where they want to end up yeah. and you know, we might fast track them and put them into a team. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, we're we're just about to launch a leadership program that's open to the whole business. Um, and there's nice. there's 14, 14 places across the business. Um, we're running through a, a leadership program um, that that lasts from goes from March to November. So, oh, fantastic! So whether you're a manager or you're at the front line or you're admin or you know drafting, it doesn't really matter. It's, yep. it's open to everyone and it's tailored to to the different positions in our, in our business. So, oh, that's great. So you're sort of thinking yeah. about that progression and... and Yeah, that's right. And that sort of stuff. Yeah, and I guess we learned, we learned the lesson probably back in uh, 2012, 2013. There was a, a, big, uh, a big boom in gas, gas projects up here in Queensland, probably not so much down in your area. Mm. Um, but yeah, it was just hard to find people. Uh, the people you did find probably just didn't fit into our business. You know, we've got, we've got, uh, you know, we use twelve D and twelve D Synergy and you know other programs. And um, you know, you you bring someone in and you'd sort of have to start from scratch to try and teach people all, all of our different systems. So we sort of thought it's better to to promote from you know bring graduates in and promote through and you know that's been working pretty well for us we've got a, a business goal of, of six new graduates per year and we're, we're definitely we're definitely getting there fantastic yeah yeah well i mean that's how i've sort of sold the academy in a way with people saying how do we yeah. get people how 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 do we you know we need people how do we get them we yeah. don't have enough so yeah. you're going to have to put in and invest in people you've got yeah. to take that risk you have to yeah. take a risk and not everything yeah. is going to work out right yeah. um but if you do it the right way and you've got the right calls values and yeah. all of that kind of stuff you know that's what people are going to stay for so um, if you can support somebody through a program, yeah, you've got more chance of them staying and wanting to that's build right. with you. Yeah. Um, you know, so yeah, it was a leap of faith. We we knew it was it was gonna it wouldn't bear any fruit, you know, and for a couple of years. It was yeah. an investment yeah. to teach people, you know, from the scratch and build them up. But yeah, once once you get some momentum and keep bringing the key is keep bringing people through. You've, you know, you might you might not be that busy, and that's the time that you probably should be bringing people through mm. for the next sort of you know boom. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's mm. it's yep. it's a leap of faith, but yeah, definitely it's worked for us, and I encourage any other business to do it. Yeah, that's brilliant. Mm. Very good. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So um, you ended up at uh, what? What was your background? You ended up at Veris, didn't you? No, I was at Cardno. Oh, Cardinal. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I I did my time at TAFE, yeah. and then moved back to the back to industry and yeah. did. Uh, I was about fifteen months at Cardinal. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I loved it. Loved yeah. working there. Um, you know, loved Pierre, the guys, yeah. girls, and everything that I was working with. But um, 
I just realised that, well, for starters, I went there when COVID started. <laughs> so I, it, I started working in my office at home. It's like, okay, great. Well, yeah. let me open this laptop and yeah, it's hard. what, hard what am I supposed to do? <laughs> yeah. And because I was going into the company with not, um, it wasn't a position. It was okay. Pierre was like, yes, I want you at the company. We, we need you and we'll just work, work out yep. a position. Yeah, we're going to work out. Yeah, the best thing, and okay. I know he he did have a lot yeah. of a lot of things in place. Um, so COVID didn't help with that. Yeah. Um, and at times I was busy. At times, I didn't feel like I was being utilized enough. Uh, you know, and some people are like, "Oh, um, they're really busy." I'm like, "What do you want me to do?" Oh, well, I need this, this, and this. Yep. Okay. Show me how to show me how to do it. Do and it, I'll do yeah. it for you. Oh, yeah. I don't have time. I'll just do yeah. it myself. Oh, yeah. And it's like, show me once. Yeah. And I can yeah. do it for you. But yeah. I, and I don't know if that was always that, or if I show you how to do it, you might take my job kind of thing. Yeah. Um, which is, there was so much to go around that was never that, yeah. never that case. <laughs> so, yeah, I kind yeah. of felt a bit, I didn't, um, I wasn't being utilized as best I could. And I was doing a lot for Pierre. And there was, as I said, lots of things in the background. But, I personally wasn't challenged and I missed I missed the students. I missed the helping yeah. people. That's my I love helping people. Yeah, um, good. you know, the students being able to give the students the tools for their career and seeing them grow and all that kind of stuff. I did really miss that. Oh so, well. Yeah. So when Michelle came to me. Uh, when you know everything yeah. sort of started falling apart, um, yeah. she sort of talked about it, and I'm like, "Well, it's doable." We, yeah, yeah. So and so, you knew Michelle just from the industry connection. Yeah, when I was it. when I was at TAFE, uh, I was the industry connection. I sat on the okay. ISNSW board. I was, oh, right. um, I was, mm, I held a position at SMIC. Secretary, secretary, treasurer for quite a while, all that okay. sort of stuff. So yeah, I, right. I sort of knew everyone from then. Okay. That's so yeah, you know. uh, she was probably one of the first to know that I was leaving TAFE. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So she's like, "Oh, I don't have anything for you," and I went, "That's okay. I'm going back to industry. <laughs> I'm going to learn." So, and it was a great fifteen yeah. months. It was. I got to. You know, I, I got to play with some cool toys and learn yeah. some new things and, you know, do some river survey and all that kind of oh, stuff. Oh, good. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Some yep. Bar- lots barometric. Of, lots of problem solving, that's for yeah. sure. Yeah. So, you know, project managing, all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. 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 So it was good. But, yeah, this is this is where I belong. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. And you're yeah. very lucky you found it. Well done. I am. I am. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, lots to, lots to do, but if we can benefit the industry and the profession, then, uh, it's all worth it. You know, there's so much to go around. There's so much to go around and the numbers that we need, you know, I've got a completely different, completely different, uh, delivery method mode, all of that kind of stuff to the tape. So it's not like I'm taking away from the students anyway. So Yeah. yeah, I think I'm just feeling a, 
filling a hole that was needed, that industry needed. So, yeah. 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 Oh, good. Very good. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. So being um, getting close to that milestone of a great career so far, do you regret yeah. your decision to become a surveyor? Not at all. No. Mm-hmm. I haven't, <clears throat> haven't regretted it. Any day since since I changed from civil engineering to surveying, yep. no, absolutely not. And I've I've always been challenged, um, you know, whether it's learning a, a new technology or, or or a new software or um, you know, and, and uh, something new in surveying. I, I, I've just found myself just learning the whole way through, and I, I just love learning. So yeah, mm. don't, don't regret a thing. Mm. Yeah, that's awesome. Absolutely. Mm. What what would be? Um, I mean working in the field for quite a while or, or even yeah. the office, you know, what, what's some of the um, the interesting things that have gone on in your career? Funny, interesting. Yeah. Oh, look, the, <laughs> There's stories the everywhere. Best, <laughs> the best job I ever did was uh, it was up at Century Zinc Mine, which is north of, New, uh, of Mount Isa, so far north Queensland. Okay. And they were building that mine and they had, they were, they were planning to, uh, to build a slurry, so they'd get the zinc, turn it into a, a slurry mix, and then pump it out to uh, where where the golf is to a place called Karumba. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so to build that pipeline, they need to get cultural heritage clearance to go through and and um, you know make sure there's no sacred sites and that type of thing. So so yeah, when I was at at PMM, I I was just pestering them to you know any any away work, remote work. I I just loved it. I put my hand up for everything, and that mm-hmm. that was one that I put my my hand up and I never regretted that. Mm. Got to got to work with the the local Aboriginals, uh, Indigenous people up at Doomadgee. We'd go out every day. I'd I'd say this is where the proposed route is and they'd all follow me, fan out, and, and there was an archaeologist there, uh, Peter Binden, oh, his wow. name. And we found some cool stuff. Like it, yeah. it is amazing how much stuff we, we found. <laughs> We come across this clay pan, and there was there must have been twenty fire fire pits that were there hadn't been touched, you know. Who knows how long? Hundreds wow. of years, I guess. But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and it's my job to 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 go around the outside of that, locate it, so that they know, you know, not to put the pipeline through there. So, mm. so I think that went for about four or five weeks. Um, and yeah, it was just a, a great experience, you know. Having how many kilometers did you have to? I, th- I think all up was about 400 and I did half. Wow. And we walked the whole lot. Yeah. <laughs> did um, So they kind of had a plan of where they wanted it to go. Yeah. Was, there, was there lots of detours to it? Uh, there, was, there, there probably was. I think we had to pick up everything that was within 100 metres. So, yeah, okay. You know, um, mm. Yeah, there was lots of stuff we found. Um, I don't know how, what the end design was, but yeah. I was given you know, what we found. So, And then they, they would have redesigned it around that. But, um, you know, actually on the sides of creeks and I remember Peter, um, the archaeologist, said, look look down at your feet and there's like a spear, a, a rock oh. spear, like at my feet. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so cool. Amazing. Yeah. 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 So, you know, those, those are the sorts of, you know, things that really stick out. Um, another one was uh, we, uh, so Tangalema, um, sorry, not to, uh, Great Keppel Island, uh, just off. Oh, yeah. Um, they were looking to, uh, someone had bought the island, they were looking to refurb it and get it up and running again. So we had to go up there and, you know, do some 
do some work around, you know, locating services and that type of thing. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, that was pretty cool. Spent a couple of weeks up there. Th- that that would be nice. I mean, that's a beautiful yeah. island. Is is yeah. is that going now, or is it still no. uninhibited? Like, well, I mean, like it's 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 uninhibited. Yeah, my it's, god, um, which is a shame. It's such a great spot. It was a beautiful spot. I mean, my yeah. my parents back when yeah. I was year 10, so what's that, 88, mm. around that year, um, sailed yeah. from down here up and around the islands. and Wow. Yeah, so I went up there at the stage where they were around that area and, yeah, yeah it's absolutely beautiful. Yeah, I, there was a, a group called Tower Holdings owned it and I think they were looking to sell it to Gina Reinhardt. I don't know whether she bought it or not, but, yeah, yeah anyway, right. I, I don't think it's going ahead. But, yeah, they're, they're the sorts of projects I really did for. They were, they were great. Mm. Um, What's the worst thing that's happened? The to worst. You? I was about to go. <laughs> There's always got to be a worst. <laughs> I don't have to think about this one too much. Um, <laughs> when when you drive from Brisbane to Sunshine Coast, you'll, there's a lot of pine forest either side of the road. Like yes. You might not. You might. No, not I do. It, We've driven it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I don't know why I had to get in there and do a do a detail survey in a lot of the forest. Mm. It was very swampy and. The mosquitoes, I've never oh. I've never seen anything like it. Like it was the worst. And I I spent a week there and I, I nearly quit. Honestly, it was it was that bad. <laughs> and I just said I can't do it. <laughs> um, anyway, I ended up doing What doesn't week. kill you makes you stronger. <laughs> in, in this case, yeah. And I'm smarter. Really and smarter. Send yeah, someone smarter. else there next time. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I won't put my hand up for that one. <laughs> yeah, that's, that was a dumb idea, that one. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. But, yeah, I, I got through it. And, um, yeah, that was that was probably the most memorable one. I still haven't encountered anything like it. Yeah, too funny. Oh. Um, mm. What, as a business owner, I guess now, um, or, or, or not even as a business owner, what yeah. um, what would be one of the one of the best pieces of advice that that you've been given that you, if you can think of, or something that you would give? Um, that's a that's a really good question. I I think I think be patient, um, you know, but but keep grinding. I, in my own experience, I was always you know, I wanted to get somewhere in fast, and I I probably didn't realize, um, you know, that a lot of experience just comes with um, going to the grind. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it just it just takes a bit of time, but it's it's definitely worth it. That investment in, um, you know, doing the small things, doing you know from from start to finish of a job, um, you know, it, it it's definitely valuable. And mm-hmm. don't don't try and get to somewhere too quick because if you you don't want to set yourself up for fail if you you know and you, you can you, you can do that yeah uh, it's interesting you say that because you yeah. sort of look at the younger generation coming through yeah. and they do pick things up quite quickly yeah that's right so they do want to go 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 and move on to the next thing a lot quicker and, and yeah. stuff like that so yeah. um I, I i agree with you that yeah, yeah sometimes they need to slow down because uh, sometimes um, you know, we can learn a lot from them. I know. Um, you yeah, know, absolutely. For sure. Uh, you know, it, it's a, it's open-ended in, in that yeah. sense, but sometimes they think that they know everything. Yeah. Look, they, they get to the answer quicker than we, we ever mm. would, you know, we were still doing long-handed 
calculations, whereas, you know, they've got, they've got software that does that now, but do they really understand what that answer means? And I think that's what experience is. And, yeah, you know, I, I, that's probably the advice I'd, I'd give is, mm. is just be a bit patient, understand the process, and uh, you'd be a better practitioner for it, that's for sure. Yeah. It's funny you say that, do they understand mm. the process behind it? Yeah. Because even now with what I'm doing and, you know, we're not yeah. uh, not that far into it and mm. I sort of ask them a question, oh, do you do this? How do you do it? And yeah. they go, oh, yeah, we do this and, you know, it's we do yeah. it this way. And, and I go, okay, so why do you do that? That's it. I don't know. Mm. Okay. Let's take a step back. Yeah. That's, and they, that's and, the missing. Yeah. And mm. they go, oh, I never knew that. Yeah. That's really interesting. I'm glad I know that now, you know, kind of thing. So, yeah. Mm. And it's funny how how you sort of they they do think oh I don't need to know that move on yeah I can, that, press, yeah. That <laughs> I can press that button yeah and it's like they say you know you can te- teach a monkey how to press buttons <laughs> yeah no oh. look this, the, the the young people coming through are fantastic they're they're much smarter than I I ever was at that at that point or ever will be but you know I think I think that's the thing you know just the, just focus you know but be patient uh, and, yeah and enjoy the experience and yeah Mm. if you could change one thing about the surveying industry what would it be uh it would to be to raise the profile of the profession Mm -hmm. i think i I think we we probably haven't put enough effort into it as a profession to raise to raise us up and you know I think in most cases on building sites, we're probably relegated to, you know, to, to with the trades people, yep. you know, um, you know, and that's, that's fine. Everyone does a great job, but, you know, I think uh, we, we can definitely do a lot more work in, in raising our profile, you know, which comes around value add um, because we know our value. As soon as something goes wrong, the first person, person they call is a surveyor. So yeah. we know how valuable we are. Um, <laughs> the, the first person to blame too. <laughs> the first person to blame. You know, they wanna, they wanna... Something wrong, blame the surveyor. <laughs> yeah. But the surveyor's always right. Well, 99.9%. That's right. There's <laughs> always that. But, but yeah, I, I guess that's that's the one thing I would change is, is the is the collective as an industry to try and raise their profile. Yep. Yeah. So I think we worked out that we are 0.1 something, mm. something, something percent. Of, a, of the of, value of the Of, of um, as in the amount of surveyors that there are yeah. to people in Australia, we're 0.1 yeah. something, something of a percent. We kind of yeah. rounded it just to go 0.1%. Um, yeah. yeah, so it's a very small when you think about um, yeah. the importance of what we do. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. Yep. Yeah. Um, and you know, I know Michelle's really, really pushing that. Uh, you know, to to the contacts that she has in in government about mm. about the the skill shortage and you know the the effects that that might have if we can't get enough surveys. You know, how are we going to build all the infrastructure that we've got planned? And you know, I know Michelle's doing a good job with that. Yeah. Well, that was something, you know, when, when you were talking about the um, yeah. oh, town planning yeah, and they wanted to take it away from surveyors to not be able to do it at all and give it okay. to the architects. So oh, that right. was, yeah, that was something um, that I actually learned today, uh, okay. funny enough, um, that she fought for, for that not to happen. 
Okay. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. Lot, there's yeah, she, lots of things. She's a doer. I tell you. She's a doer. <laughs> you want something done? <laughs> She's got energy. I'll give that to you. Oh her. my god, yes. I know. Um, it, it's yeah. nice when she does go away sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um, yeah. you mentioned the Surveyors Trust. Yeah. Um, I would like to just touch on that because yeah. um, you know, there's a thank you from from me, from Consulting Surveyors to the Surveyors Trust because they yeah. did put money in <clears throat> to help get the Surveyors Academy up and running. So yeah, that's you want right. to just um, yep. talk a little bit about what you do there Yeah. before we move on to the silly stuff? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, so so just a bit of a background on how the trust trust come to be mm-hmm. what it is. Yep. Um, so, so it must have been uh, mid, mid-80s, early 90s, I think, is when... Um, so, so typically what happens is a surveyor produces a, a plan to be registered, creates new lots. Um, that's held by the government, um, in our case, the Department of Natural Resources. And in the past, what would happen is, you know, say it's a subdivision for 30 lots, um, you know, 30, 30 solicitors, when they're doing the conveyancing on those transactions, would go to the department, buy, buy a copy of the registered plan, um, you know, for, for a decent amount of money. Yep. Uh, and the department would keep that money. Mm-hmm. It was a it was a revenue stream for them, you know, based on what we'd produced. Now Jack Delange, uh, who who was here in Brisbane and and you know part of the uh, the, uh, the association surveying associations up here. Yeah, I think he had a chance meeting with uh, with a, a lawyer who'd been involved in the music industry and who who had a very uh, mature and sophisticated um, uh, royalty system. And he sort of could see the connection that we were producing something and someone else was making money out of it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and so I went to court uh, and I, I think we'd lost um, and then we appealed it to the High Court uh, and won. So that meant that from then on, all surveyors across the country uh, would receive or have the ability to receive royalties from every plan of theirs that was sold. Yeah. Um, so what a group of surveyors in, in Queensland did is said, well, you know, we're not really going to be making a lot of money. The royalty is great. That's don't get us wrong. But um, what if we what if we pool it uh, into a fund? Uh, you know, and then we can do something about it, about promoting surveying in, in our industry. And that's that's where the trust come about. So it's about it's about pooling those those funds that surveyors you know receive. Mm-hmm. Uh, and over the years, that's grown. You know, it's quite a significant amount of money now that we're that we're managing. You know, it's it's. Uh, I, I don't want to mention how much, but you know, there's, there's no, no, a, that's okay. We will we will we will talk off off air. <laughs> yeah, I have plenty do. of ideas that uh, yeah. that could could help here. <laughs> yeah, so, I'll get my business cases together. <laughs> yeah. So look, it's whilst it was created, the the concept was created in Queensland. It's definitely. Um, we'd love to see it throughout the whole nation. And, you know, that would give us some real power um, to, like I said, promote surveying, you know, lift the profile, um, help mm-hmm. out with Surveyors Academy in every state. You know, I do a lot more things. Um, and so we've we put on last year, sorry, two years ago, we put on a fantastic CEO in uh, Simon White and he's yeah, doing Matt a lot Simon, of work. Yeah. Matt Simon. Yeah. Um, got some fantastic connections in, in federal government, uh, in state government here in, in Queensland, um, and he's doing. He's been doing roadshows around the country about about the value in it. 
Um, and I think the most recent one was down in Victoria and, and Tasmania um, okay. and ACT. I, mm-hmm. I think, you know, we're pretty close to, um, you know, to those states, um, you know, coming on board, I hope, um, uh, you know, which, which would be great, we, you know, that would really increase the pool that we have. Mm. We'd Fantastic. love to see New South Wales and uh, so, come on board. Okay, so, so let me just put it out there. Yeah. Um, the only place that we have been able to apply yeah. to, to a state government yeah. to be on the list to access any funding as an RTO yeah. is New South Wales. Right. Every other state at the moment, we're still fighting. Um, Victoria, we've basically been told no, partner with a a TAFE. Uh, Tasmania is not overly, I think they were um, possibly the same, I can't remember. Uh, Western Australia, 80% of their money goes to TAFE. Um, We worked through someone through Queensland and... They basically said, "No, we're not going to be able to help you. Go try this way." Right. And so, we sorry, haven't, who's, who's we, haven't wor- we haven't worked on Northern Territory yet because we don't have a lot of students there, kind of thing, or South yeah. Australia because we don't have a lot of students there. But yeah. Um, so, so the government's not allowing you to be an RTO, or no, we're an RTO. Well, we're, we're partnering with an RTO. It's yeah. accessing the funding to subsidise the students. Yeah. Okay. So at the moment. If a student goes yeah. to Western Australian TAFE, yeah, they get it for free. Um, so so through you, through the state government, through the state, state and federal. Okay, right. New South Wales, um, yeah. the students are getting free TAFE, and Victoria just announced that they were spending billions. I can't wow. remember the the amount on yeah. TAFE places. Yeah. For students at TAFE. Wow. Um, so we're, you know, we're trying to provide a service to an industry where there's a skills shortage. Yeah. And New South Wales, and it's, mm. I believe, the, the colour of the government. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we're, we're trying to fill a gap and we're yeah. struggling big time. Yeah. Um, you know, a, a student can't yeah. afford to pay. You know, m- my fees are the same as... Um, similar to what they are in most states yep. and um yeah my my poor students are, are paying all the companies are paying the full fee yeah really yeah so yeah that's a yeah. shame yeah it's it's mm. very disappointing when mm. you know there's such such shortages and need yeah. for mm. it and in you know some states not even having any vocational place to do this training yeah um, yeah. Or or don't meet what industry needs. You know, you need to go full time. Well, employers can't afford you to go full time. You know, yeah, that's right. Yeah, anyway, that's my little cry. Yeah. <laughs> well, look, you know, um, let's let's get New South Wales on board in the trust and. Well, New South that. Wales, we've actually been allowed to put an application in, so I might be lucky to get funding for New South Wales, Queensland. <laughs> we haven't got there yet, <laughs> okay. and I've got seventy students on my waiting list. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, uh, two hundred and fifty-three students I've got on my list. Yeah, waiting to to do the course. Yeah, so you know the need is there. Yeah, it's about getting industry on board to help. I think if yeah. if the government doesn't play 
play ball. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, I just took over <laughs> your pod, your, your your podcast. <laughs> I've just put I'll it. Share in. your frustration. <laughs> it's extremely frustrating. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, anyway, all right. So, well, yeah. I mean, it, it's good to see that, that that you know that money is going to to good use. I mean, as you said, yeah. you know, the, the types of things, you know, Karen's uh, she maps and, and stuff that's like right. that. I mean, that's that's been amazing. I, I remember seeing yeah. that not long after she first started it and everything. And Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and we recently sponsored um, just knowing that there, there is a crisis in, in the work, uh, you know, surveyors coming through university. We, we sponsored a report from Danica. Um, I forget her last name now, but anyway, she, she produced that report. I, I think you guys have. I've seen a copy of it yeah. um, with some recommendations. And uh, one of those was uh, to create, um, you know, a workforce planning uh, task force so that we can we can consolidate, you know, the efforts that, that you guys are putting in and, you know, in other states and other groups, uh, you know, and try to try to get a task force together to try and solve this. And, you know, that, that might be putting more pressure on governments to, to release funds for, for surveying students. But, Mm. You know, I, well, I mean, it's interesting mm. because you know I haven't been in in the association yeah. for long. Yeah. Um, you know, it's been a year and a half or or, or whatever. Yeah. Um, but nationally, there are things that are happening. Yeah. Already, which um, and I don't. I'm not bagging the task force. I'm not. Yeah. Bagging anything, but yeah, yeah. Um, it's not happening in Queensland. It's not happening yeah. in. Uh, it, it is happening in Victoria. Yeah. It's happening. South Australia are just starting to do things again. I think yeah. Western. I think WACE in Western Australia are starting to to do yeah. career stuff. But you know, it, it's yeah. things have been happening, and and um, you yeah. know, within New South Wales, in the office that I sit in. Mm. we have a dedicated person who is working on careers stuff and, and getting right. it in there and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. um, you know, there's there's things that are happening already, um, yeah. which we believe because that, that task force, which was Victoria, um, Victoria, New South Wales, and I think a couple of the other states put money into it to start off with as well and some of the survey okay. generals and stuff like that, yeah. um, has been around now for about, 10 years i think yeah um and it's they've just been able to get more data on what's happening you know going into vacation yeah. and and university from yeah. from previous years and stuff like that yeah. um and i think those sorts of things are working so there there mm. are things in place that I, um will benefit queensland yeah um you know yeah, when, they, when all these talks sort of start happening because mm. i know you had um mm. what was it destination spatial or something yeah but i didn't i didn't even know that that existed and if it is if it is even still anything still happening with it which is really sad yeah it's it's i, I don't think anything is happening with it i, mm. I think Towards the end of last year, there was talk of it folding. I don't know what the actual right. result of that was, but yeah, yeah okay. it was, it, that's a shame, and that's 
Um, so it's good to hear that you guys are doing stuff. And I think mm. this new task force that we want to create is to look at that and probably and perhaps knowledge share about how yes. the good stuff you're doing so that we can do it as well. Yeah. And, you know, and 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 for the trust then to provide funding perhaps to to try mm. and get it up and running, get some momentum. So I it's good to see that, you know, it's disappointing to see it's not happening in Queensland and other places. But you know, I think the first step is to, you know, let's get together, talk about it, come up with a for plan. Sure. Expand, you know, surveying life without limits, perhaps to, you know, surveying careers. Surveying careers, sorry. No, that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) We are surveying careers now. Well, not me. It's not me. I sit there and say, we, it's not me, but it is saying surveying careers now. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think what we've been guilty as as an industry is, um, is every time someone comes up with a great idea, a new association's formed or a new, you know, a committee or something's formed and then, you know, they sort of go off on their own way and mm. we've got this disjointed sort of landscape. Um, I agree. That, that just needs to be consolidated and, you know, let's get them. And the, the ultimate goal for everyone is to get more people into our industry. So that's what we should be following Totally. For. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I have plans yeah. In my sector of of what we can do um at the um school. Yeah. You know, in New South Wales, we've worked with the Department of Education. We've got an iSTEM program now, U9 and yeah. 10, um, yeah. elective in the iSTEM program. Um, we're hoping that once that gets rolled out, that that can be used in, in other states. Um there was a mass teacher head of mass or something that was part of part of the i stem or something okay the surveying part of it um and they had about three or four teachers that went my god this is awesome we can actually put maths into the real world and they've come up with these um whole resource kits on surveying practicals of you know measuring distances with triangles across a river and navigating and all you know wow. these types of things i think that and one and the last one was um minecraft oh, okay using yeah. minecraft um mm. in it's based in melbourne because there's a whole thing that's been built over yeah. melbourne um but measuring distances navigating you know all of that kind of stuff. So it's, yeah, wow. it's, it's really awesome to see that those yeah. things have, have happened and that these mass teachers, they're like, oh, if we just told them to do this, it would never happen because mass teachers like to teach out of a book. Yeah. Now they're going, we've just built these resources. Pardon me. They've, um, they've trialed it yeah. um, with students. They've trialed it with other teachers and come up with this whole resource. So, you know, those sorts of things, Just you just get so excited to see that that's, they're yeah. pulling that into everyday mass. Yeah, is, that's fantastic. I, yeah. I love hearing stories like that. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, because everyone learns trigonometry, but unless you're out there, you know, no, a practicality right. of measuring a distance across a river, like, yep. you know, that's, yeah. uh, that's great. Yeah. And so, yeah, so I, I want to, once I get the academy running right, is try and get into the schools and do the traineeships year 11 and 12 yeah companies supporting them yeah they get to year 12 uh if they you know if they're a good student and they get the marks they 
get supported, go straight into university. Yeah. If they don't get that mark, they still get yeah. supported with a full-time job in this company and can yeah. do the academy. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we're building building up through that way and, and progressing, yeah. getting getting employment and numbers up that way. So oh, I have so many ideas. <laughs> well, that's that's a great idea. Um, you know, why, why can't we do that up in Queensland? Why, why can't we have a program like that? Yeah. You know. Yeah. So teachers giving teachers resources to be able to teach them that way, like yeah, what a fantastic way to to increase the numbers and get people interested in our profession. I love yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. Anyway, that's Good. enough about that. <laughs> we can go on all day. I was going to say I could, I you know, I say I'm an introvert, but then I start talking about what I absolutely love, and yeah, I get up on my high horse. <laughs> Uh, good. But it's all about the industry. That's all, you know. Yeah. It's all good. It's all good. Um, is there anything else that you'd like to cover before we get on to the more fun questions? I think I think we've covered it. Yeah. We've gone from from metaverse to uh, to mosquitoes. To mosquitoes. <laughs> I think you've done a good job. Awesome. Okay. All right. So yeah. my first question. Yeah. How do you relax? How do I relax? That's yeah. a good one. So I've got <laughs> I've got a five year old and a two and a half year old. Oh my uh, god! My girl. So <laughs> so relaxing is a premium at the moment. But wow. the easiest way is to, uh, so my kids at the moment love Sing One and Sing Two. So the relax I put on Sing Two. They they love it. They're glued to it. They're singing. You know, oh it gives god. me gives me a window of opportunity to. Can I just say that we're the same age? Yeah. My firstborn just turned 30. <laughs> and my my youngest of three has yeah. just turned 18. <laughs> yeah. I was a late starter. <laughs> Obviously. Oh my God. I couldn't do that age now. <laughs> yeah. I know that for sure. <laughs> Um, but yeah, other than so that, I totally get the you put something on and let them sit there, and then yeah. you just go, oh, breathe, <laughs> for, breathe for a minute. How many minutes? <laughs> they're fun uh, ages, though. They are, yeah, they're they're really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, re- relaxation at the moment is based around those kids, and yeah. um, you know, and uh, we we love exploring. We. We were up at Hamilton Island um, nice. at the start of November, so you know we had a lot of fun looking around the islands, and mm. you know they're they're really curious kids to get out and in, in the open and have a look around. So yeah, which I'm really really pleased with. Yeah, that's good. Getting yeah. them out, getting them, yeah. getting that adventure into them. That's it. But yeah, prior to kids, I did did a lot of triathlon and adventure racing. What's um, adventure so, racing? Uh, it's uh it's hell. <laughs> so the one I did uh was was a seven hundred K race. Um so I did it twice actually. We're so talking one, a push bike? Uh, it's push bike, hiking and also canoeing for seven hundred oh, okay. kilometers. And you sort of do uh, it over. I thought you were smart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's um it's tough. It's wow, it would be. It took us the first time. It took us five days, five full days, and and we hardly slept during that time. And yeah, I remember. I remember walking up. So I was up in North Queensland. I remember walking up this valley, 
and I hadn't slept for like three or four days and I was just living off, you know, no dose and Oh wow. and I I remember I could distinctly see some big power lines going up this valley. Yep. Like it was it was clear as day. And I turned to my mate and said, geez, I wonder how they got these uh, power lines up through this valley. And he just looked at me and said, mate, you, you need to have a sling. <laughs> I was hallucinating. Oh, there wasn't any. There wasn't any there. <laughs> Just through lack of sleep and oh my god! Yeah. So, so it, was, it would have been an achievement to get to the end, though. Yeah, got to that the end, and I was, but... I was just knackered. Yeah, Ooh, and no then thanks. and I vowed never to do it again. But then about eighteen months later, I did it again. This time oh, so it's like giving birth. You forget? Yeah, well, I guess so. <laughs> I'll, I'll take your word for it. But, yeah. But, yeah, the next time was down at um, uh, Bright in Victoria and we ended up finishing at Mount Kosciuszko. Uh, oh, cool. So, uh, yeah, climbed up the top and then down the other side, uh, Threadbow was where we ended, sorry. Yeah, so, yep. Um, yeah. Did you see the Trig Station? I did, yeah, I did. Yep. That's, yep. Yeah, that, that, I did. That's, that was one of my bucket list things. Um, yeah. Mind you, the year that I went there was the first year that anybody could go anywhere. So uh, um, around New Year's, yeah. I don't know if it was, I, I don't, not sure if it was New Year's Day, day after, something like that, but it was just people everywhere. Yeah. So I need to do it again <laughs> when there's no people. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, well, we, that was November when we went, went through there and the, they just had a, a big dump of snow in November, so middle of November. So mm-hmm. it, was, it was bloody cold and, yeah, it was great. It was nice. loved it. But, yeah, that was so I haven't done one since then. Thank God. Yeah. Probably kill you now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but this year I've, uh, after a couple of years of just doing nothing, I've, I've, my vow this year is to try and get fit. By the time I turn 50, I want to be able to just, you know, run 10Ks and do 10 pull-ups. There's a couple of, couple of goals I've got. Jeez. I didn't make any of those resolutions. <laughs> Oh, I had to. Was... If I made it to fifty, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll start after. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Cool. So, uh, would you rather have a get out of jail card or a key that opens any door? Oh, give me any door. Yeah. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. Yeah. Because uh, I could, I could learn a few things from from having a key. That's for sure. Yeah, I agree totally. If you see a puddle on the ground, do you walk around it, jump over it, or jump in it? Oh, my kids jump in it, so it's probably. It's yeah. fun. I'd jump in it, yeah. It's fun. I'd probably Who's jump in it to splash then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd do something like that too. <laughs> if you had a superpower, what would it be? Oh, look, I'd I'd love to be able to see five years into the future. Mm. Probably even if it was, you know, five years would be enough, I reckon. Interesting. That, that's the superpower I'd love to have, just just to give some surety on you know on where we're going, investing, you know, all those sorts of things. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. At a party, where could someone find you? Oh, it depends on what time. It's probably dance floor <laughs> towards the end, end of the <laughs> night. Terrible dancer, terrible robot. So my kids oh. tell me, but yeah, at the start bar, at the end dance floor. The alcohol is taken over. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's something that you would tell your younger self? Oh, I'd, I'd say 
I'd say stick stick with it. Um, you know, it's 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 going to be tough, but you know, there's a there's a crossover. At about that time, I got my license. That's about when the crossover. It's going to be it's going to be bloody hard up until then, but then things will make sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you had a do over, would you would you change anything? I, d- I don't think so. No, I. There's no. I. I wouldn't do. I wouldn't do anything different. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. That's Even the dumb mind. things. Yeah. Very, very well, problem. you learn, don't you? You learn. Yeah. Are you? I don't think you'd be where you are now. Yeah. If you didn't. Like if. True. You, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's my hard hitting questions. <laughs> oh come on! You can do better. <laughs> we got our quick shots. Oh well. <laughs> I can do better. Okay. Um, oh, what would be the title of your memoir? Oh, that's that's a bloody tough one. There you go. You did it. You, you got <laughs> me. You got me. Um, the the shy kid from the bush who uh, who, who who did something with his oh. life. I think. Yeah. Cool. The shy kid. Are you an introvert or an extrovert? <laughs> I've done a few of the psych, the psych testing. I'm right on the border. I'm, I'm, I'm right on the, the uh, IE. So are you a yeah. introverted extrovert or an extroverted introvert? I'm probably, <laughs> I'm probably an introverted extrovert, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I th- if you go back to what, what it means, where, where do I get my energy? Yes. It, it really depends. Sometimes I love going out with, uh, you know, the mates and having a good time. Other times I can just sit sit in, on the couch and, you know, binge on Netflix or something. So, yeah, yeah. that's it's, it's, yeah. I, I don't have a preference to either. It's a, it's a mixture. Yeah. See, I have that mm. more preference of I could quite happily just stay, 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 stay at yeah. home. If we go yeah. out, I get to a stage where I go, okay, I'm done. Yeah. I'm ready to go now. You ready to go? Yeah. And then I have to sit there and wait. <laughs> <laughs> and I wait and I wait because I don't drink a lot. And yeah, I wait. It's like I'd, yeah. rather, I'd rather not drink so I can drive home so I know that I can get home. <laughs> yeah. And I, you know, my, I mean, my friends know me. They know me. They, yeah. they might send me a text message and I might reply, you know, yeah. maybe an hour later, I might reply two days later. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yes, I'm good. Go. I'm okay. <laughs> I'm just at home. <laughs> so yeah. So that's why people always get confused or or go go. But you you're on the podcast and you do this and yeah. you know, and, and I love getting up in front of people and talking about yeah. what I do and all that kind of stuff. You know that's yeah. that's not a problem. But yeah. but then have to sit in that room with those people. Yeah. And make conversation. I struggle. Wow. I struggle. There you go. Um, until you know, you know, you're always you can have a conversation with someone when you ask them a question about themselves. Yeah. Um, I'm more if they ask me a question about the academy or surveying, I'm great. Yeah, I can have a conversation. But yeah, some some I I just I struggle. Okay, yeah. there you go. That's yeah. um, it's, in, it's interesting. It is. Um, Everyone's got different different yeah. strengths and skills, don't they? That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, all right. Let's do our quick shots. Okay. Tea or coffee? Ah, oh, coffee. Yeah, way too much coffee. <laughs> I think there's a, a common theme there. Yeah. Cat or dog? A dog. A dog. Mm-hmm. 
Sunrise or sunset? Sunrise. Mm. Yeah. Summer or winter? Uh, so, summer. I'd have to say summer. It's probably a silly question to ask someone living in yeah. Queensland. That. <laughs> yeah. It's the 25 hot, degrees up here. Hot or hotter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's it. Roller coasters, do you love or hate them? I love them. Nice. I love them. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Three items you would take to a desert island. Oh, that's that's a good one. Um, some sort of drinking vessel, mm-hmm. a water bottle, um, a magnifying glass. Just, you know, to start the fire, yep. so you don't have to rub. Perfect. Yep. What else? A knife. Yeah. Great yeah. answers. Great yeah. answers. All right. Favorite song or artist. Wow, that's uh, my favourite. My favourite artist would have to be. Oh, I've got I've got such a such a number. Um, it's hard sometimes, isn't it? It is. It's, who is it right now? Right now, it's the Black Keys. My my young son, who's five, we okay. we have this thing where I take him to school and we put yep. on the Black Keys, um, El Camino, and he loves it. He sings along to it. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, the killers, those, that, that sort of genre, um, red hot chili peppers, uh, yeah. powder finger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that, that sort of rock and roll. Yeah. That's, yeah. What, I'm, that's what I'm into. Cool. Uh, favorite movie. Favorite movie. I'd have to say Forrest Gump. That's a pretty good movie, isn't it? <laughs> they just don't make movies like that anymore. No, so. I know. I know. Yeah, you know, that that was just such a clever a clever yep. story. Agree. Um, yeah. Uh favorite yeah. book. Favorite book. Um, uh, I read I read a book about Burke and Wills. I just don't don't know the name of it, but um, it was it was fairly recent within the last ten or fifteen years. Um, yeah. it, it was a really good explanation of Burke and Wills and their their story, which sort of led on to me and my dad doing. Going out to the dig tree and having a look out there, oh, and then cool. yeah, it was a really cool sort of nice. um, project that we took on. And then we went, we went actually went down to Melbourne where they left from. There's a memorial down in this park where they left Birkenwells, where they left from. Um, so yeah, that was that was pretty cool. Okay, this question's not in here, but yeah, how much do you like Breaking Bad? <laughs> <laughs> just just for those uh, listening, he has a Heisenberg. Uh, framed drawing in behind him. That's it. And just finished off Better Call Saul. Too. That was, that was oh, see, we watched Better Call Saul first. Oh, did you? And we are yeah. just about finished season four of Breaking Bad. Oh, we okay. went to watch it a couple of times and kept turning it yeah. off. And I think it was because we had watched other real, like we, we binge watched them. Yeah. Uh, every yeah. night we yeah. watched, you know. So yeah. I think we had come off some really good shows and then going into that we're going, oh, no. Nah. So we turned it off I think twice before yeah. just now we've gone back to it. And we sat there through the first one and I looked at my husband and went, why did we not watch this? <laughs> it makes sense now. Yeah. I mean, yeah. not even watching, like even even if I hadn't watched, um, you know, Better Call Soul, 
it was just like, why did we not watch this in the first place? I don't understand. Yeah. Anyway, Jeez, but... I, I I really got into that. It was yeah, yeah. since yeah. that. Yeah, actually, that was on the block on an episode of the block. Or a, a oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, okay. And you can buy it from the block shop. And I, as soon as I saw it, I thought, yeah, I've got to get that. So. Gotcha. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah so it was cool. Anyway. I like it. I like it. So yeah, um... that was uh, we binged on that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, is your glass half full or half empty? It's always half empty. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, it is. Got to change that. <laughs> Got to change that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, one, one of thing- them. Oh, yeah. Okay. One thing you'd never do again. One thing I'd never do again. Um... Sorry. <laughs> You got me stumped there. Um, I'd, what have I done? Um, I'd, I'd, I'd never get ripped off by anyone in Thailand again. Oh, <laughs> you've learnt your lesson the first time. I've learnt my lesson. <laughs> yeah. What'd you lose? I, I, bought, I bought some. Valuable stones there. It's probably oh, no. the thing that I was there with my wife at the time. And yep. I don't know what we were thinking, but they, they were good. They really talked us into it. We, we bought the rocks and then, yep, sure enough, worth oh, nothing. Wow. <laughs> oh, lesson learned. You always lesson, learn from your mistakes. That's right. I know. Um, who knows you best? Uh, probably... My my mate, um, John, know his name is. We we've known each other since about four years old, and mm-hmm. went from went from Gundawindi to boarding school together, and then we've just oh, kept in contact. Trouble. We're still best of mates now, and yeah, we, we there is trouble there. But yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, just lucky to have that that sort of relationship. Yeah, that's um, nice. And and another another mate. With, uh, Des, who lives over in the UK, I don't get to see him so much, but yeah, the three of us were pretty tight, yeah, right from an early age and still are. So, yeah, very lucky. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, if you had a warning label, what would it be? Um, if he if he goes quiet, take a few steps back. Oh, okay, <laughs> beware, <Yeah>. beware. <laughs> Yeah. What was your favourite subject in school? The, m- maths, maths, and and physics. So yeah, oh, I had a real. Oh my god! Real, so you're a real surveyor. Oh, <laughs> uh, but not really. I. So in in year twelve, I did, I did accounting, economics, uh, health and PE, tech drawing, maths and physics. So I was like this complete. I don't know what I was thinking. What, what, what were you thinking? Yeah. I think Dad said, oh, I'll just do the subjects that you enjoy. And I enjoyed all of that. Oh, wow. So, Jeez, mine yeah. were mine were English. Yeah. Ancient history, biology, two-unit maths, and art. Yeah, wow. And, and yeah, I reckon yeah. I spent most of my year 12 in the art room <laughs> i still made it to university i don't know how but <laughs> yeah oh anyway um okay favorite favorite childhood memory 
Um, we used to we used to go on holidays down to Ballina. Um, my dad had a relative down there, so every year we'd go down there and, and spend some time, and that was just fantastic. So going from the bush to to the ocean and, and the beach and just spending mm. days there. And and at Lennox Head, there's a a, a big uh, Lake Ainsworth, which is a big tea tree lake. There's tea trees all around it, so it looks like Coca Cola. We used to call it the Coca Cola Lake. Oh wow. We used to go there and, and play, and yeah, there's some really, really good memories of that. Yeah, those times. Yeah. Mm. Favorite food. Favorite food. I'd, uh, I, would I just can't go past a good steak. Um, there's some really good steak places in Brisbane, but, but yeah. yeah, you'll have to show me when I come up next time. Absolutely, I love steak. Yeah, you like it? Yeah. Yep. yep. Uh, yeah. uh, how do you have it? Uh. I, I used to have it a medium well, but my wife has <laughs> she's she's brought that back to medium. I'm at, I'm at medium. I don't I don't <laughs> like too much blood, but yeah, I'm happy with medium. Fair enough. Favorite drink. At the moment, it's gin. I've I've been converted. I'm now a gin drinker. Do you have um, a favorite? Oh, look, there's so many. We're, we're actually in the gin club and we got this one from the Barossa. Over Christmas, my wife set up a, a gin station. So actually oh, we got wow. married We got married in September last year. Oh, congratulations. At, at, at the wedding, we had a gin bar. So um, so we went and did the ceremony, took 20 steps, and there's a gin bar with all these beautiful gins and nice. people in there making it. And so we thought we'd, we'd adopt that and do it at Christmas time. And so we had we had some really nice gins. Ink gin is a good one. Yeah. Um, and I didn't know there were so many gins and so many combinations of uh, tonics and oh, condiments. The so tonic just, makes the difference. That it does. Um, yeah. yeah. The fever tree. Fever tree. Yeah. One of the and best. And different types of fever tree as yeah. well. The Mediterranean one. If you have the, the Mediterranean. Mediterranean. So yeah, we, we have had some of that. Um, the dry four pillars. Yeah. Oh, with, yeah. Good. Yeah. yeah. With, with the. Like. Um, with the the, the uh, Mediterranean, yeah. and you can just have that on your own, yeah. or with some cucumber in it. Oh, delicious! Mm. Yeah, love it. Yeah, so that's my that's our thing at the moment. Um, nice. In, you know, in 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 summer days, it's so refreshing. It is, isn't it? And, yeah, yeah, definitely so loving that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, pet peeve. Peeve. Um, People can't who can't merge onto the M1. <laughs> what is it about merging? It's, it's, it's not that hard, is it? <laughs> you just you just gotta you just gotta put the foot down and go for it. But, <laughs> you could put yeah. your blinker on too. Yeah, Let people on. know what you want to do. Uh, yeah. I don't uh, know whether it's a Queensland thing or or what. Oh no, it happens everywhere. <laughs> it happens everywhere. Uh yeah. Win the lottery <laughs> or the perfect job. I'd I'd have to say lottery. Lottery. Lottery, you can do. You can do a lot. You can you yeah. can create your perfect job when you yeah. you've got that. So yeah, yeah, exactly. Good question though. Yeah. Biggest fear. Um. Biggest fear. Um. That's a good one. It's yeah. funny, but some people can answer that straight away. Yeah. And others go, oh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I guess you, you could break it up into personal and business. The the biggest fear with business is, um, you know, that that we just lose 
lose ground on you know on, on our profession and you know we we're just not we're just not there when it comes to that that 3d modeling you know that type of thing i think i think that would be a real disappointment for yeah. us as an industry if we yeah. if we if we just didn't evolve into that yeah. and being you know doing the analytics behind data and uh, being the custodians of that that would be a real shame because we're at, we're at such an inflection point now i think that we've got to we've got to really invest in it and do it yeah, I agree. Um, otherwise, we're just going to be left behind. So I think yeah. that's probably the biggest fear I've got. Mm. Yeah. What's your favourite sport? Uh, it's it's rugby rugby league or rugby union. Yeah, I grew up playing both at Gundy Gundawindi. It was mm-hmm. uh, the Gundawindi Bulls rugby league <laughs> rugby league team. And then I went away to boarding school and played union. Now so I've sort of uh, followed those over the years. Mm. Triathlon, I, um, I really got into that and followed that. Um, uh, yeah, after when I was really getting into it, I took an interest in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's fair enough. Yeah. Morning or night person? I'm I'm definitely a, a morning person. It hasn't always been the case though. Like when I was younger, I just couldn't think of anything worse than getting up early. But um, I've I've evolved. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love I love being up in the morning first up when things are quiet and yeah um, yeah proudest moment the proudest moment I think was when uh, when when we had our boy five years ago mm-hmm. Henry yeah that was it's pretty life changing isn't it <laughs> that was something else yeah I, that was on on that day I went from being Maybe a little bit selfish to yep. uh, to having to provide and yeah 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 oh uh, yeah dream car uh, it's Aston Martin DB DB ten I think it is now oh a ten mm. yeah well, I did yeah I, I would DB take any, I would take any yeah Aston it used Martin to be DB nine yeah the DB nine was always yeah must be an age thing <laughs> um, <laughs> maybe. Bond, I think. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> um, favorite color? Uh, it's the blue. Mm-hmm. It's blue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You ask my wife, every shirt I've got has got blue in it. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't venture outside the color spectrum. <laughs> Are you no. color blind? <laughs> no, no. No. Okay, just checking. No. There's. Uh, it's amazing. There's a lot of surveys that are. So. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. We've got a few in our office too. I, okay. Yeah, Interesting. Apple or Android? Uh, Android. Ooh. Yeah. I I can't work out the folder systems in, in Apple. <laughs> <laughs> My wife's got a, an Apple computer. And yeah. Yeah, they're a bit different, aren't they? They're a bit different. Mm, That's right. Yep, yep. On a scale of one to ten, how cool are you? How cool am I? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'd like to think of 10, but, yeah, I don't, I don't think that's the case. No, I'm, I'm not cool. I'm a dag, honestly. <laughs> yeah, but you can be a cool dag. You know that. <laughs> All right. Give, we'll me, take give me a 7. I'll take, oh, give me a 7. Oh, 7. Okay. All right. <laughs> and lastly, what's your star sign? Scorpio. Scorpio. Yeah. Scorpio. So when in November is that then? That 18th. Be- the 18th of November. Okay. Which is uh, so on on our date, my wife and I on our, on our second date, 
the the conversation inevitably gets to you know birth birth signs and then birthdays and yep. we found out we were both Scorpios and I said all right Ooh. so you're born November she goes yep oh and I said what day and she said the 18th no way yeah and I said and I immediately thought is is she trying to stalk me or something what's there's something <laughs> funny going on here so I said well that's the same date as mine and she's like get out so I said. Show me a license. I had to check the license and sure enough, we were born on the same day. Wow. And our son, his his uh delivery date was the same day as well. But he he had to come a couple of weeks earlier. So he, he was born on the seventh. So, so does yeah. that still make him a Scorpio? He is, yeah. So three Scorpios in the house and mm, interesting. What's your daughter? And our daughter is 23rd of March. I'm not, I'm not even sure. Um we got Pisces. no Pisces. I think it's the one after Pisces. Yeah, Aries. Anyway, Aries. Mm, yeah, interesting. I have to, I have to check that out. But yeah, very cool. Bad luck for her. Three Scorpios. Yeah, poor girl. Wow. Tell her to call me when she needs yeah. <laughs> <some> support. <laughs> Oh, anyway, that is it. Thank you so much for jumping on and taking yeah. the time to chat with me. I've enjoyed it. No worries, Peter. Been That's been to fun. Meet you. Thank you. Mm. Yeah, great to meet you as well. And yeah. yeah, please look us up next time you're up uh, in Queensland, in Brisbane. I will. I will. Anything Good. else you want to get out there before we sign off? No. Um, look, it's it's fantastic to see uh, you know surveyors around the country just doing doing what they're doing, and you know, there's a lot of infrastructure being built. Mm. I, I follow you know a lot of stuff on LinkedIn and, and different surveyors that are doing stuff around the country and. You know, it's just it's just so good to see the profession, uh, you know, where it's at, and and hopefully, like I said, we can we can evolve and, and be stronger. So, yeah, there's some pretty good yeah. things going on, isn't there? Yeah, there really is. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, good on you, Peter. Thank you Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Okay. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Defining Boundaries. Please make sure to subscribe to my podcast channels, like and share my episodes. You can find me at Defining Boundaries or Survey Geek Girl on Instagram, Peter Cox on LinkedIn and at my website, petercox.com. Keep listening and keep on surveying. Defining Boundaries with Peter Cox.